Jess, I want you to think back, back to our last podcast. We went to Nashville. <laughs> what do you remember about that trip? I remember Hattie B's fried chicken. And I remember going to all these coffee shops and doing work and catching up on a lot of stuff. And I remember lounging at the Airbnb, lounging in bed, watching TV, playing Frozen. Oh, I remember all those flies. Those flies. So you don't remember anything about the conference? I also remember the conference. I didn't get there yet. I remember the conference. I remember Keith and Kristen Getty. I remember the music. I liked the music. I liked how they emphasized on family worship. That's what I learned. I learned about family worship. That was really good. I think you took more out of the conference than I did, though. I probably did. I mean, that is my specialty. Okay. I I enjoyed the music. I enjoyed the speakers. I wrote a lot about it on my blog. However, I did appreciate the rest of our trip when we were just relaxing. I feel like other trips that we've taken, we never had time like that to just unwind and rest. And so that made this one much different and very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. We didn't go to any museums or anything or any like scenic stuff. We just did what we would do back at home, but there. I think that's why we liked it so much. It's true. And we Ubered a lot. Now, when we came back from Nashville, there was a lot of drama that we had to deal with. Across the street from us, there's this karaoke place, which shall not be named. They were going to the city to get approval for three things. One, to serve alcohol. Two, to expand their business, like adding two rooms to a karaoke, which they already did, so... Or they didn't get approval. They just did it. And three, they wanted to extend their hours past midnight. Maybe like 2 or 3 or 4 a.m. That sounds reasonable for a karaoke place. But wait. <laughs> so so this karaoke place isn't very respectful of the community around them. They've been pretty loud at night. Like they, they, they stay past midnight even though their operation hour says midnight. Like there's people hanging out outside and there's people drinking and serving alcohol and they're not allowed to serve alcohol they didn't get approval for that and then there's like these cars that rev up during the night so they cause a lot of disruption to us so we had to do something about it what did you do well me i didn't do anything you didn't do anything you pass out papers i did something i spoke at the city hearing and i was against it i spoke on behalf of a lot of people really I didn't really understand this situation until I started preparing for it. And I was like getting really mad. And then I felt like really hyped after everything. So this city hearing, it took place at the Alhambra Civic Library. It felt like a courtroom scenario, but it wasn't a courtroom scenario. It was just a city hearing. However, I felt stressed out. I felt hyped. I felt angered. Yeah, you did feel mad. And I don't think the outcome is what I was hoping for. So they got denied the alcohol and the extending their hours, but they get approved to expand their physical business. Anyway, so Aaron's mad at that, but they cause a lot of trouble. The police don't like them. They have a bad reputation. A lot of people spoke for them. Like they had a lot of supporters from like USC saying that they want the place to serve alcohol so they can have fun. And they, they like, oh, it reminds them of back home which is like Hong Kong. <laughs> so they, they like the karaoke place and they want to feel like they're back at home. 
And then there's there's one more person who came up. Who was that? There's a guy in an electric wheelchair, an older man. He also had an oxygen tank with a nasal cannula, and he was for the karaoke place. Yeah. Saying that they yeah. were very nice people. Mm-hmm. And he does not live within the vicinity. He lives a block or two away. So, of course, you're not going to get affected. <sighs> Getting hyped. Anyway, there's a senior citizen home next door, and all of them came. They didn't come to denounce the place. They came to support the place. I was upset after the hearing. I was ready to throw down in front of the Alhambra Civic Library, but I didn't think it'd be a good idea. The police station was right next door. I had to keep up my Christian testimony, but I am not happy about the outcome. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Jess, you and I were once business owners. How is this different? I want to be nice to them, but they're not respectful of the people around them and they're causing noise and like they're like they're breaking the law and they know it with the whole alcohol saying past their opening hours like past midnight and a lot of these are like collegians so i'm wondering if they're underage speaking of collegians mm. how's the boba going at church what do you mean well the collegians are helping you with the boba ministry yeah how's it been going it's okay I, I wanted to try and treat it like society in a way where it's like a higher standard because I feel like these are skills that are good for the working world and I wanted them to like get that experience. But it's hard because I because we do it only like once a week and they only make the drinks on like Friday or Saturday for one hour and I'm not always there. So it's hard to help them and like teach them. Like there was like two trainings, but that was about it. Do you feel like you're going back to your manager role and having to do quality control? Um, sometimes, but I try to stay more chill because I know it's church. I try to stay calm. What has been the response to the drink so far? I don't know. No one really says anything. I think they like it. A lot of people say it's too sweet. <laughs> oh, people say it's expensive. Hmm. Well, of course it's expensive. It's for church. It is, right? It's fun raising. like fundraising, yeah. I know. <laughs> People but- are trying to get a deal at church. <laughs> I think once we have our new building and we have like a full, okay, quote unquote full coffee area, I think people would be more like inclined to getting it and like be excited about it and like know where to drink the boba and the coffee and like hang out in this lounge area that we have for them. That sounds like fun. It does, right? I'm excited for that. I think it's going to be done in a year and a half. They say 12 months, but I say a year and a half. (laughs) Now, on the social media side of things, we've been doing boba raffle Mm -hmm. giveaways. Yeah, you did well in those. Sarah has been Oh, you're right. Sarah has been. Thank you, Sarah. Do you think that it's been working to generate the hype around the boba? I think people look forward to it. Like some people like direct, people DM'd the church Instagram wondering if there is any boba giveaways, right? It's true. Yeah. So I think like the need or the want is there. But then I'm thinking, I wonder if these people really buy the boba when they don't win. Right. Yeah. So it's like you're just waiting for your turn to get a free one. Yeah. But we're going to stop it. I I'm do, kidding. Well, I do want to raffle other things away Mm -hmm. books bibles books you can raffle more books 
I love my books, though. But I think some other people can use the books. Anyways, we're trying. We we can raffle more things. I I know that people are disappointed when it's not the boba. So nice, you know. I think we're just gonna have to experiment and see what sticks. Yeah, I have a lot of extra tote bags. Now those are really good prizes. The tote bags. They're like ten bucks. I think like Philip retail. won. Philip won one of the yeah, tote bags. Yeah, he won one. Now just. Boba making is not your only food endeavor these days. You've been attending this cake decorating class. Mm-hmm. How's it been? It's my second class. Me and Chrissy took this class in the summer and now we signed up again for the fall. And now we're making like holiday cakes because it's Halloween and then Thanksgiving and then Christmas. And working with like candy clay and like marzipan. Last time, last quarter, we did mostly buttercream. I'm really excited. I'm making actual cakes like... Not cake from a box. I mean, those are actual cakes too. But I'm making cake from scratch. What cake have you been most proud of? Uh, we only made two. Oh, 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 the first one. The first one was like this blue, I mean, purple lace one. I don't know what it's called. Oh, it was called a, <laughs> we made pansies, those flowers. It was a pansy cake. And then the second cake we made was an elephant cake. That was so hard. I look like a rat. And then this third cake is a Halloween cake. And we had to make a spooky tree, and I made a ghost, and I made tombstones, and I made an owl, and a ghost. Did I say a ghost? Your rat cake could have been a Halloween cake. (laughs) It was nasty. Do you think that you're going to use these cake skills for an actual cake? I hope so. Maybe for our kids or for a friend's cake. I wouldn't try and sell these cakes. Well, it is the holiday season. I think cakes would be an appropriate dessert to Mm -hmm. have. I'm looking forward to see what you, if you do end up making something. Thanks. Can you help me clean up? I dread the cleaning up part. Before we entered the holidays, we kind of had a last trip for summer, and that was to the beach with our friends. Mm -hmm. I haven't been to the beach probably since I was in high school, maybe. Like, what? Like legitimately in the beach. Did we ever go to the beach together? Not as a couple. What? Maybe as... I don't even know if we were friends when I went to the beach. I remember you when we were not dating. We went to the beach together? Yeah, but it was like the whole church social thing. Oh, I see. I see. Well... It's fine. I, I don't recall going into ocean water except for when we vacationed in Hawaii. And so this trip to the beach was... Kind of like like reliving a little bit of my youth, getting my youthful vigor back by entering the ocean water. I heard the water was so cold. There were pockets of warmth in the water, but for the majority of it, it was cold. I only swallowed one gulp of salt water. That's so gross. It was gross. I almost threw up. Pockets of warmth in an ocean of cold. Yes. I stayed away from the water. Yeah, what did you end up doing that entire trip? I think I ate. I ate a lot of snacks. I played bocce ball. I did not take a nap. I thought I took a nap. Maybe I didn't. I ate some pizza. Now, whenever I talk about trips to the beach, I always like to think about how my brother, Nate, almost died at the beach. But I'll let him tell that story himself. Now, not as thrilling as dying at the beach... You also did something kind of thrilling. You went to an escape room. Oh, that was so fun. That was thrilling. I went to an escape room with Tiff Indron and Tiff Lou. We went to Ryan's escape room in 
It's called Square Room Escape in Anaheim. Yeah, it's our friend Ryan's escape room. It was really cool. It was Alice in Wonderland. I won't say much, but you should go check it out. Um, we did not finish in time. But yeah, we have to go back and finish it because we want to know how to get out. We want to solve it. It was really good. Did you solve any puzzles? I did. I did. I did. We didn't. Okay, so the first we were stuck for like 30 minutes, though. And so we needed a hint. So unfortunately, we didn't solve everything ourselves. Who'd you go with? I went with Tiff Indrawan and Tiffany Liu. Didn't they help you do something recently? Um, oh, I asked them for help, like, all the time. I was helping my other friend Tiffany and Ray um, design their house, their family room, their work room, and their entryway. Oh, yeah. And then we bought all this stuff from Ikea, which um, was unsafe because um, we just packed everything in the car. And you probably would have told me you should not drive this car with all this stuff. Anyway, it's over. It's done with. And then we assembled all their stuff at their house with the help of Tiffany and Tiffany. And we did it. We finished. How did you end up doing this in the first place? Ray and Tiff told me that they wanted to decorate their house. And then so I offered my services. I said, oh, let me help you out. Because I really like doing this kind of stuff. And like buying stuff for people. And finding the best furniture Not the best furniture, just finding furniture for them and like assembling it and styling it. Did they like the final outcome? I think so. I think they did. Yeah, they said they liked it. They liked it. Did you like it? I like it. What kind of style did you give them? Their style was Scandinavian. So a lot of white and clean lines, which is like basically our house. So a lot of natural elements. Their house to look like our house. Yeah. Anyone else want a Scandinavian decorated house? HMU. What's HMU? Hit me up. I'm glad that you were able to have a lot of creative output during the summer. I've been working on a couple projects. Philip's track is coming out next week. It's like a year-long project. It was half a year. And yes, it's been a very long time. I'm excited to release that. It'll be coming out a little bit before Halloween. Angie's track will be coming out a little bit before Thanksgiving. And I think I'll have something special planned for Christmas time. How is it like working on those tracks? It's okay. Well, I personally don't like having things on my plate for long periods of time like that. I feel that I work better when I have a deadline, when there's a time crunch, and when I'm pushed. Now, I knew that for these tracks, I did want to release them over the holidays. However... I also knew that it would be difficult to get them in to record the closer it got to the holidays. So I think it worked out where Mm -hmm. I was able to record them earlier in the year. And then I just kind of took my time producing it. The flip side of that is that I end up listening to the tracks over and over and over again, rehashing them in my brain. And just I keep finding faults. I keep finding things I can fix. I keep finding things where I want to make things better. And so it does get a little bit strenuous during that time. It sounds good. I think only you would catch those mistakes. Thanks. Yeah, I I think discerning listeners would be able to catch them. But you're right. They are minor flaws. People might not even call them flaws. Maybe just things that add character to the tracks. Mm -hmm. But for me, I felt like I wanted to change them up 
And since it's almost release time, I can confidently say that I think they're ready to go. I've also been podcasting. I've been moonlighting on two other podcasts. The first one is my Sound Words podcast that I've been doing with my other worship leaders. I'm going to try to get a couple more guests in before the year ends. Is it like a conversation no podcast? It's very much a conversational podcast. Mm. I don't really do too much editing. And I, I, I like how it's been going. It's been kind of like, almost like storytelling, almost. Kind of just, we're just hanging out, catching up over, over the phone. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite person to podcast with? I don't think I have a favorite out of all of them. However, I do know that Philip is probably the mm. most vocal out of all of them. You named someone. Should I not have named him? What about me? I thought we were talking about sound words. I thought we were talking about overall. (laughs) SVRGN is in a different category. All right, who else did you podcast with? I've been podcasting with Hanley. Is he your favorite? He's not my favorite, but he is also very verbose. Hanley has been helping me revamp, not really revamp, more like reimagine what the Walnut Commentary podcast could be like. Normally, I would have the pastors just pre-record their messages, and I would just add bumpers to their pre-recorded message. But again, this is a conversation between me and Hanley, and I think it's been working out really well. Do you think people listen to those? I know people have been listening to them because I've been getting feedback, and I can see the numbers. Why do you think people are now listening to them or listening to this podcast? You know, I think... I think it's because of Hanley. I mean, it, it is for the church. And so the church really loves to hear their pastors talk. And I think that Hanley is a good talker. And I hope that their relationship between me and Hanley can shine through in future episodes. And hopefully that gives people a glimpse into our friendship and maybe makes them want to listen a little bit more. That's very personal. Hanley did give me some personal advice in our previous episode. He gave me some parenting advice. Mm. It's like a cross-podcast marketing right there. (laughs) It's what you call a podcast synergy. Is that it? Corporate synergy. (laughs) There are also a couple church things I wanted to talk about. Um, I was secretary for a day. Now, no, you were not. You were secretary for two hours. An hour and a half. Okay, can you tell me what you uh, do when you are secretary? Okay, so I'm in the office at church on Tuesdays, and I stay until 6 o'clock. And there are, besides me, there's like three other um, office staff, okay? And um, the office is open like from 9 to 6 p.m., and um, we do get calls from people, so someone has to be there to answer the calls. Or just be in the office acting as a secretary. Uh, last Friday, one of the secretaries wasn't feeling well. And she normally stays until 10 p.m. Because it's a Friday night and there's like events going on at night. So instead of 6 p.m., it ends at like 10 p.m. So she went home early and asked if I can do the um, take care of the phone calls and just like anyone else who needs help. So I said I'll stay there until um, 8 o'clock. And then at 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock, Aaron will take over because I have to be in... In our high school ministry with the 11th grade and 12th grade girls. So. I mean, I thought it was going to be chill, but it wasn't chill at all. Wasn't that exciting though? It was nuts. Okay. So this is what happened. 
first I was just, you know, doing my thing. And then this new junior high kid comes and, you know, his parents are with him. And they're like, oh, he's new. Where is the junior high group? And I don't know where the junior high group is. I thought you knew. Well, apparently they didn't have a sermon that night. They were playing games in the parking lot. Well, you knew that from last week. That's what Kevin said. Were you not listening? No. I knew that was going on, but I didn't know where in the parking lot it was going on. Oh, parking lot. Fine. I mean, it's a big parking lot. I mean, you can, it's a flat land. You can see where some action is going on. Anyways, I didn't want to leave my post. So I walked outside with the student. Luckily, Jeffrey Tejoa was there doing like uh, traffic and security. Yeah, security. And so he said that he would take him over, and I was thankful for that. Good job, Aaron. You did leave your post. I, I should not have left, but That's I did fine. for a brief second. I went back to my post, and then the next thing I know, another junior high kid comes in, and he says that he got injured because they were playing games in the parking lot. Good thing you're a nurse. I looked at it. It was just a minor scrape. I, I said, okay, go wash it with soap and water in the bathroom. So he goes. He's with his friend. You know, they're, like, washing it off. They come back, and he's like, oh, it still hurts or whatever. I'm like, okay. And then I say, do you want a Band-Aid? And he says, yeah. So I go find him a Band-Aid. Now, I was trying to find some aloe vera gel because aloe vera will cure all injuries, but we didn't have any. Cure all injuries. Oh, I also contemplated putting Purell on that kid's wound, <gasps> but I decided not Is to. Is that a thing? I mean, it could be a thing. No. We had Neosporin. I offered him the Neosporin. He said no. So I decided to respect his patient rights to refuse treatment. I didn't give him the Neosporin. I told him, hey, man, uh, when you get home, you know, show your parents and they'll probably have you wash it out. If they want to put Neosporin on it, they can. But, you know, he refused in front of me, so I'm not going to force him to do it. So I put the Band-Aid on him and he's free to go. Good job. He said it felt better after I put the Band-Aid on it. I'm glad you had fun. Wait, was it fun, though? That's not all that happened. Third thing that happens is that there's a new kid that comes in. He says that he's here for a wanna. I'm thinking to myself, you don't look like you're in a wanna. You look like you're in high school. But, you know, I, I walk him over. His parents were there. So we walk him over to the Mac where the wanna kids are, like, playing games or whatever. Yeah. And Uncle Jeff is there. And Uncle Jeff shakes the parents' hands. And I'm thinking to myself, I should have shaken their hands. I'm the worst secretary ever. It's fine. I'm not friendly. I don't know if I had a smile on my face. I left my post multiple times. If I ever get a job as a secretary, I'm going to need to polish up on some of my skills. Do people take you seriously? Do they know you were the office staff of the day? Yeah. I passed out keys. I I let people know where some people were. I made conversation with people that were just hanging out. There were no questions that I was unable to answer. Oh, good job. You know why? Because you were the firstborn of the church. You know everything. I know nothing. You know nothing. Speaking of firstborn, 